Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, where we discuss all sorts of things Germanic heathenry related. My name is Jesse, and I am your host. Let's get into it. All right, folks, here we are, you and I, me and you, us and them, they and all of humanity, uh, both seen and unseen. Uh, At the end of season four today, uh, this episode is the season finale of of season four. Had quite quite a busy year here on the podcast, and a busy year just in general. I'm sure you all have been feeling the effects of your your respective lives and things that we have been tasked to do and so on and so forth. And it's amazing for me to think that, you know, uh, you know, I look back in some of my other videos or, or, or look back in some of my catalogs, the back catalogs of my episodes. And I'm like, damn, we're already in December. You know, this is the last episode of season four. Felt like I just started season four, you know, last week. Um, Season five is already shaping up to be pretty awesome with some guests that are coming on, at least in the early part of the year. I've got um, all of January and, and, and about half of February booked out with guests coming on this year. So that's pretty exciting, and I'm really looking forward to having new faces, returning friends and guests uh, back on in, in season five. Um. But you guys have got, you know, the next, uh, you guys have got this episode this week, uh, for those of you that are tuning in or just catching it today. And then um, I'm going to be taking off next week and be coming, coming back in full swing the first week of January 2024. Uh, so thank you all for being here this year and, and continuing to support, you know, uh, the podcast, uh, Midgard Musings, the brand. I know there's been some crazy things happen with how i distribute this uh this content you know so a lot of you that are watching this video uh this podcast in video format um, are doing so out of the generosity and kindness of your heart to pledge your support in the form of just one dollar to get those video podcasts out to you through patreon that's still going to be a thing we're going to be continuing that um going forward into into season five uh, so thank you for continuing to support. And if you want to, if you're listening, uh, support me in that way. You can go to the Linktree link that is uh, in my podcast show notes uh, for all of you on the audio platforms. Um, just click on that Linktree link and, and, and scroll down till you find Patreon. I think it's one of the first few links uh, that you'll see on that page. But those, uh, you know, those links in that Linktree link are all the ways that you can support me. So do be sure to follow along on my social media platforms and uh, stay tuned for things that are coming uh, out as I, as I announce them. Uh, And then also don't forget that, you know, while you're listening to this today, if you're catching this, you know, before the end of this year, um, you still have a couple of weeks left to take advantage of my 50% off discount on my merchandise. Uh, This, this sale or this promo is running through the end of this year. So December 31st is your last day to take advantage of 50% off 
of your order at MidgardMusingsStore.com. Use the promo code Yule23, that's Y-U-L-E-2-3, at checkout, and you will be credited a 50% discount on your total order. Um, and that again, that is, again, running through to the end of this year, December 31st. So you have time to get something at least ordered. Um, but don't delay because you know how the postal services, all of the various courier services, UPS, FedEx, et cetera, et cetera, uh, are this time of year, especially leading up to the holidays. So if you haven't gotten anything for yourself or your loved ones yet, do consider taking advantage of it now. Um, the way you get it in time for the holidays. Um, so today is the season finale, like I said, and I've got Patrick Walsh about to join me here in just a moment. Um, and I'm always, you know, eager and excited to, to talk to him and just kind of hear what's going on in his life. We really don't have anything particular planned on the, the podcast today. Um, so, you know, we're just kind of we're just going to wing it. We're just going to kind of roll with the punches and see uh, what he and I have to get into. You know, so maybe we get into some fun things um for the next hour or so really has yet to be determined um and we'll uh we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of see how it goes so thanks for tuning in thank you to my patrons on patreon for supporting me this year um you all have been great um it, it means the world to me that you want to catch this content in video format and that you're willing to uh, drop a coin for me to do that um so let's go ahead and welcome in patrick walsh to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast season four finale. Let's get him in here. And here he is, the man of the hour, the man of the Hello. year, dude. What's up, Pat? <laughs> oh, not too much. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about wrapping up season four this year. I'm stoked to have you here to, to kind of sign everybody off. You know, sign us off, sign the, sign the, the podcast off for the year. I was thinking about this earlier how it seems like it was just this past week that season four started and here we are already you know end of the month well middle of the month end of the year wrapping it up for for this season uh it's it, it's like where's where's the time gone you know it's it always boggles my mind just how seemingly like quicker things tend to, to pass here these days i don't know exactly if that's it's a trippy that knowing that um Christmas and New Year's and all the other celebrations are just sort of right around the corner. And we have uh, the winter solstice occurring in uh, how many days? Was it like three years, three days? Well, it's the 18th. I think it's it starts uh, on the 21st, right? Yeah. Is that the is that the official date of the, the winter solstice? I think it starts like I 10 something so. at night, local time or whatever. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Papa made a post about that. Yep, yep. And then... The day after that, we've got our Fire on the Mountain live stream like uh, Q&A panel thing here. It'll yep. be streaming here on um, – well, it'll be streaming on Facebook. It'll be streaming on YouTube. I guess it might go to your group too, I hope. Um, yeah, I'm sure it will. Because <laughs> I, I know I got it set to my page and the, and the YouTube channel and, you know, uh, Sid will be there, so he'll probably be sending it to to his groups and you can send it to your groups and we'll get hopefully get a nice turnout so yeah for everybody listening today um you know when you guys are listening to this um you know thursday tomorrow the 22nd right that's the yeah 22nd 7 p.m central time 
come join me and Patrick and Papa Olofsson and Zeb from uh, Skogar Mayor and my uh, my my go the Ulf and, and Sid from Inner Demon Media. What about uh, Patrick? Yeah, I you know he he didn't confirm or uh, reject reject the uh, attendance, but you know it'll it'll go out. The invite will go out, and and if he can come, I'm sure he'll be there. Um, but I don't know you. I don't know if you saw, but he's he's got he's 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 got a quite a of a lifestyle change coming up. Mm-hmm. His, his hands life. are a little full right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and and then we've got our we've got our Yule thing coming up, you know, just next month, and a little over yep, a month here. now. So, yeah, you looking forward yeah, to that? Looking, oh, absolutely! I was just about to say that. Um, right now, plans are still somewhat up in the air. There's some really good ideas floating about, I'm just trying to. You know, go from there. Nice. Yeah. How 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 is it? How's it? Well, for us, you know, we we um, we've you know, we we keep it small for for us. You know, I was I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw some like another um, local heathen witchy kind of group. Uh, it's called Every Witch Way, but witch is spelled like the witch not not a every which way every which way gotcha. uh, every which way and in, in, in it's like in east tennessee uh, about an hour or so i used to hear but somebody was posting in there like yeah i haven't seen anything going on for people you know like a public yule event and um i thought well that's that kind of tracks because i know for a lot of folks when it comes to the yule time of year whether you're starting your yule festivities in december during you know when when the moon cycles you know start and and end right uh, i think we can we know that like the historical heathen yule doesn't happen until um the first uh full moon uh which is the first full moon after the first new moon following the winter solstice but december like this time of year still is is the Yule tide, right? Like it, we're 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 kind of entering into that midwinter cycle of of the months, and so for a lot of people, this is a you know a time of year around the solstice and hereafter when when things start kicking in for them. But as far as like public Yule events, I, I haven't. I know a lot of people tend to focus more; they're, they're more insular with their Yule celebrations. You know, very closed off and private versus big public to do's you know what i mean yeah which makes sense because i think for a lot of us when we're in this time of year um we're we're more focused on our inner tribal relationships our family activities you know all of that energy is being spent with those people right versus planning a big public attendance sort of thing yeah but so our our... uh, sorry go ahead no no you're good i was gonna say um when i first um started practicing as a a pagan i was traditionally celebrating um in december Mm -hmm. and doing uh, the 12 nights of yule you know tradition and that didn't last very long um it was up until uh I think Matthew Petrie, uh, he would do the 12 nights, if I'm not mistaken, at some point. 
and then I started afterwards, huh? I started off that kind of way too. Okay, yeah, but then gradually got into the more historical aspect, and that's where uh, my uh, my bro Cliff and I, for the last few years, we uh, we meet up at his place and do kind of like a three nights of the Yule celebration, and, you know, yeah. do that kind of thing. That's cool. I don't know. I know, uh, you know, so like for us, when, when we plan around our holy tides, um, the weekends uh, tend to be more convenient for folks to, to meet and do stuff on just because of most people's work schedules. You know, like they don't have to worry about losing a day of work or using vacation or PTO or something like that because not everybody has that convenience or luxury. I get that. So, um, but like, <clears throat> I think when, when, when we hit our Yule celebration, uh, in January, we're actually holding it on the last night of Yule instead of the first night of Yule. Cause the three nights of Yule starts on like a, a Thursday or something, okay. you know? Yeah. So like the full moon's on a Thursday and then we're not doing our thing till that Saturday. So we're technically starting on the last night of the Yule, the, the, the three night long Yule celebration. Um, but it's close enough, you know, Yeah. in, in the past we've, we've, you know, here recently, like we've kind of, it's just how it's just so happened to land a full moon has landed, you know, either the first or second night on a weekend. So it's kind of been cool to have that happen where, you know, uh, you're not like a week or two off, the cycle from when the thing actually happens. So, but in the past, right, we've, we've done it to where, you know, uh, we'll, we'll figure, all right, well, do we want to do it a week before or a week after if, if the, the full moon lands on like a Monday or a Tuesday, you know, we'll, 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 we'll think around it. Okay. Do we want to start our thing on that weekend before the full moon or, or after? And typically I think we've, we've gravitated towards starting it early, <laughs> you know, getting yeah. a little bit, start on things but um yeah it's just you know kind of how it works for our little group here and it is very closed off we keep our we keep our ceremonies and stuff private um i think what we're planning on doing this year is is inviting um some folks that aren't part of the group to uh partake of our feast right come over and have a have a bite to eat with us um, but we're going to keep like the ritual part of things just for us. Um, kind of protect that, that luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. The inner guard and uh, our inner yard and um, outer yard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, inner guard, outer guard. Um, you know, we want to, we want to have, you know, we want people to know that this is a place that they're welcome. You know, that clearly folk, the tribe, right? Like it's, it's a welcoming sort of thing um and at the same time we also want to keep our gates guarded and and make sure that we're not just letting anybody and everybody you know partake of things like ritual with us um without having them first first of all establish that they want to be a part of something like that and and gone through the worthing process to uh establish that they're that that, that it's a safe and a good thing for them to be a part of it you know absolutely but uh it's like anytime yeah. when i was celebrating by myself that was always you know doing it solitary practicing just you know 
I'd always do it privately though. You know, I'd always make sure those either home alone or just, you know, wouldn't be disturbed for that duration of time. Yeah. Yeah. So you think you're going to, to cliffs? You guys talked about that or? Oh uh, yeah. Like I said, you know, it's all up in there. There's some things floating around. So, um, yeah. Trying to figure those things out. Be here before we know it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. That'd be I nice mean... just to get past Christmas and all that stuff too, because you know, that could be, um, a depressing and difficult time for anybody like uh, for example like i'm not trying to throw a pity party but basically is so christmas eve is when i'll have the opportunity to spend time with my family and mm -hmm. actually get to you know hang out with them whereas christmas day there's really nothing going on so i'll more than likely be by myself or maybe visit my mom and stepdad but uh it's just not as traditional as wholesome as it used to be it was like especially when we we're younger and kids add a whole new element to it a whole new energy that just made it you know really badass but you know that just typically happens especially especially um when you're first new to the pagan path everything is just very fresh very you know invigorating Whereas over mm. time, it's like you go to that burnout phase where sometimes one Yule sees better than the other Yule or whatever celebration or tie that you're, you're participating in. Yeah. I always look forward to the the Yule time, though, because um, first of all, it's like probably one of our of one of our like holiest of tides. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's kind of the out of all three of the historical holy tides like Yule is the big one. And and regardless of things that, you know, have happened leading up to it, it's kind of like one of those moments where you feel refreshed to be around, you know, your loved ones and uh, eat good food and, and exchange gifts like we, we've we, what we've done in the past is like um, we'll do like. A, like a dirty Santa kind of game, you know what I mean? Where everybody buys something and, and we, we do that whole, you know, uh, I think last, like, <laughs> last year we called it something like naughty, naughty Nisa, like the Nisa are like the, like the, the, the gnome folk or whatever, you know, like the Vatir kind of like the, the Norwegian okay. little, like that's a name for the, they're like, Again, it's Nisa, but it means like a gnome or a spirit of the home, you know, sort of thing. So we called instead of it calling it like Dirty Santa, we called it Naughty Nisa. Um, but then we started. I started thinking about. It, I'm like, that sounds too much like my wife's name, like Nessa. Oh, Nessa, yeah. And we're like, no, 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 no. We don't want to call that that again and get people the wrong idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Isn't there a, a high long song called Nessa, if I'm not mistaken, or uh, Nisa? Uh, you're asking the wrong one, but you would know. I, no, think. I was going to say, yeah, I think there is. Yeah, it's the newest it sounds uh, like album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or Nesso, or Nesso, I think, like is that. the one. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I got those two confused. <laughs> close, close, yeah. yeah, very close. Man, speaking of which, they're, they, they're coming back to do the Red Rocks thing next year, huh? That is correct. You going? Yes, most certainly. I, I'll tell you what, that was, uh, that was quite the story. So, I saw that there's gonna pre uh, a pre-sale available, so I'm like, well, obviously I'm gonna take that opportunity the second I get it. Well, during that day, it just kind of, you know, slipped my mind. Strangely enough, but then I was later in the day, I saw um, a post in one of the high-low groups, and I guess somebody said it wrong, 
or just confused me, but it basically sounded like they were sold out. I'm like, that's insane because officially the tickets were going to be released the day after, obviously. So right. I'm just like freaking out. I'm talking to my my friend. I'm like, oh my God, this is this is this can't be right. So I looked on the website and then figured out that the tickets were still on sale. But now here's the strange thing about pre-sale tickets and how this works. Uh, I think this might be my first time doing a pre-sale, but uh, I got on there and there's like reservation one, two, and I think a third, which is general admission. And the top tier was no longer available, go figure. And then the second one was kind of like rose like i don't know like eight to like 20 or something like that or 25 and then it just randomly assigned you the best seat available hmm. i'm like huh because i was hoping to at least have some kind of like show or choice as to what where i'm gonna sit so then um i got it randomly assigned uh row 21 which isn't terrible it's not bad i mean last year or last time i was at Rock rocks was at row eight which is a phenomenal spot but uh yeah, so then, uh, then I think it's like the day after the, or two days afterwards, I went back on the website to figure out, you know, how the selection went. And you could choose your seats, but some of it was kind of tricky because, like, for example, I went back to look for a closer spot, and I see that uh, there's one spot I want to be. You had to buy two tickets, not one. You couldn't I'm buy like, just one ticket for the no, area that you wanted to be in? No, you couldn't. Now, if you go higher up into, like, general mission then yes you could probably more than likely be able to choose one specific spot but when uh, you got down further closer to the stage it wasn't like that oh, it's just like yeah. stupid as shit wow wasn't happy about that but yeah i'm just happy i got a ticket so you know it's gonna be one for the books for sure this is uh ever since people saw the footage and you know stuff from the first Red Rocks ritual is just incredible. I mean, it was the perfect yeah. time of year. It was in October. And this time around, it's going to be in April, which is badass because it's like literally days away from my birthday. I'm like, that's crazy as hell. So I'll be Heck happy. Yeah. It's like my own little early birthday gift for myself. <laughs> is, and that's an, uh, uh, the Red Rocks uh, venue. It, it's outdoors, isn't it? Yes, it's uh, probably the best venue I'll ever visit. Go there. But make sure you... Uh, dress appropriately because april oh, can be can be still really cold in colorado yeah like you can i mean i remember being in colorado for work and it was june and it was in the higher elevations um like up in the mountains but it was snowing like not wow. not a little bit like it was it was it was a blizzard <laughs> in june that, that's and crazy. then you come down the mountain and it would be like you know in the 60s or something you know but yeah, you never know. April can still be pretty. It can still be pretty. Are you going to be driving or are you going to fly in there? I'm going to be flying. I, I thought about driving before, but just anytime I had to drive a long distance. I mean, you know this firsthand, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be a hell of a car, drive. Just, it, my car wouldn't be able to survive it. It can't even survive like an hour or uh, three hours to like Indiana or wherever else they choose to go. So unfortunately yeah. for now, if I want to travel far, I have to rent a car, which isn't bad because when I went to go visit you and fire the mountain, I was just like, oh my God, like this car is amazing. But, uh, <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, I'm going to be staying with, uh, one of my friends that lives out there and she's really cool. I got to hang out with her and her husband, uh, back in 2021 when I went to Red Rocks my first oh, time. Yeah. And yeah. Did you meet them through the Facebook group? 
Yeah, the Heilig uh, Spiritual Group, yes. Nice. I mean, I actually I met that. a lot of great people. Yeah, a lot of great people I met on that website. And Cliff is exactly uh, one, or an example of one of those people as well as uh, countless other friends I have on Facebook. You know, odds are a lot of them are probably watching this, you know, podcast. So, <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that, you know, uh, the thing about social media, because I've talked, you know, a number of times just how – toxic it can be and what what a you know a cesspool social media can turn into but stuff like this is is what i love to see you know the the benefits of of social media shining through you know people that connect over long distance and then when they go to travel they're not having to worry about spending extra money if they don't want to on lodging you know there's there's kind-hearted people that are like no you you can stay with me or us, you know what I mean? And and that's a relief because, you know, hotels ain't cheap either. And it's already, you know, I don't know what the Red Rocks tickets cost, but I know what I spent this year to see Heilung, uh with my wife and I. And I don't know, like I'm, I've, I can't think of a time that I've dropped that much money to see a performance, you know what I mean? So I know like as big of a, of a, of a crowd that Heilung can, can draw you know, Red Rocks is going to sell out if it hasn't oh, yeah. already sell it's out. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, uh, I, every now and again, when I'm bored, I'll just look at what seats are available. And it's just like one day I saw a really good spot that I was talking about. And literally the next day it was gone. Now there's yeah. plenty of resales, but those sell for like, they're scalpers. They're just selling like obnoxiously yeah, expensive and thousand dollars a ticket or some stupid oh yeah thing. oh yeah over yeah yeah actually right around a thousand um one of my friends sent me a, a screenshot uh he was just entertained the idea of getting a really good seat and that's the thing about the pre-sale too is that i feel like a lot of the scalpers were well, i know for all the scalpers were there for that like the second they released that you know oh, pre-sale yeah. and then it just hopped on that and this those are the not so great people i mean especially I people would... who go ahead well, no, I mean, I was gonna say, I wish there was a way to like stop that or outlaw it, make it illegal or something, because that's mm -hmm. that's terrible, you know. That because you know, that ain't the band, that ain't the production, no, that ain't the management of you know what I mean. Like, they're not gonna charge people a thousand dollars to come see them, you know what I mean? Like, they gotta make they gotta make their money, obviously, they have to earn their living. And I'm not saying it isn't worth it, but at the same time, when you know that you know, a ticket that should only be you know, a hundred, two hundred dollars, whatever. Even if it's right there in front of them, exactly. That's going for like eight time. times that amount, or ten. You know, whatever. That okay. You know, like come on. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, and there are people willing to that. spend it. Well, that's just it. They, the, the, the scalpers, like they, the band's not, the band's making what they make from the sales, and then the scalpers are turning around and and and, uh, taking advantage of people. Because, like you said, they know that people will pay it. I remember one time this wasn't a high, it wasn't a high lung uh, concert. It was Tool, and uh, Tool was coming to Nashville, and they were playing the Bridgestone Arena. And the night that the tickets went on sale, um. They were like the the web like Ticketmaster or Live Nation or whatever the the thing was. Like the website crashed. Like oh, wow. you couldn't you couldn't get to the and then when you like finally got to refresh, 
the the show w- was sold out within like minutes. That's crazy. And what had ended up happening was obviously scalpers got in there and and cleared the whole thing out. And I mean, Bridgestone Arena is. I forget how many tens of thousands of, of uh, it might be like a, I don't know, somewhere between 10 to 20,000 seat capacity. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, it's a big place. And That's crazy. they sold out clearly the, the scalpers got in there and I knew, a, I knew a lady who um, like ended up buying, I forget if it was two tickets. She got charged for four. It was something like $5,000 that she ended up getting hit for. Wow. Um, it, it like in, incorrectly, you know, it was, it, it was, it was terrible. It was like, I, I can't even resell these now. No, no there's gonna nobody in their right mind. That's going to spend, you know, $1,500 for a ticket in the nosebleeds. And then especially the nosebleeds. If it was something more up close and meet the band afterwards kind of thing, I could see that maybe panning out, but yeah, but you know, to, then, to, to see a little speck, you know, a quarter mile away for fifteen hundred dollars. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd rather sit in my house and watch it on YouTube because you got cameras and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I will say that anyone who were to go to Red Rocks, I well, it's too late to say it now, but I'd say you know get there as soon as possible. Well, buy the tickets as soon as you can because you know, I it's honestly worth the extra money for you know without the resale, obviously, but like um. The actual ticket prices are well worth it. It's just, you know, because I've yeah. seen pictures of uh, people way back at the at the venue, and it's just like, it's crazy, because you can still see Hylong pretty decently, but, like, overall, though, you're like, God damn, like, I can barely see them. I this big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the nice thing about amphitheater-type venues, and I think that's what Red Rocks is. It's an amphitheater, right? Mm-hmm is that you've got that seating arrangement where it isn't like flat straight back. Yeah. It, it goes up and back. So even though you're, even though you're far back, like you're, you're more up in a way. And so like, yeah, you may be far in the back, but you've got a, a vantage point view, almost like an aerial overhead view sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's not like the worst. Um, oh no, it could be a lot worse uh, if you get yeah. general mission. Yeah. What's cool is like during the day, uh, when I went there the morning before uh, the ritual, is my friend and I, we went up there and then uh, we actually see them setting up the stage from the very top. And then um, if you look right on the horizon, you can actually see the city of Denver in the distance. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you should, uh, if you get a chance, like, um, I can't remember where in proximity it is because i used to go out there for work in colorado i mean but i used to go everywhere but we used to stay <laughs> up this um it was it was above colorado springs and i don't Morrison? remember no it was divide was the name of the place that i used to go oh um, the continental divide no the name of the city itself was called divide. oh oh yeah okay, yeah okay. it was like if you go into colorado springs and then go up the mountain like 15 miles, you hit this little podunk town called Divide. Um, they got a, like a Walmart, um, and like it, it, it's like this little podunk town. They got a jail, you know, some stores, a couple of restaurants, but um, 
it's so pretty up there and you know i love colorado anyway like oh yeah used to travel all over the place and you know colorado wyoming utah um utah is a beautiful state if you ever get a chance to go there's um like the southern part the southeastern part of utah um you've seen the movie indiana jones and the last crusade yes of course so the canyons that they are at you know going out that's that's moab utah i've been to moab utah yeah those canyons are in moab utah that's where they filmed indiana jones and the last crusades that's crazy the last crusade yeah i would never um, have guessed that would be somewhere like yeah. in the united states or something like, yeah exactly like it looks like, like iraq something or something <laughs> right it does yeah it definitely has that 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 feel when you're out there and man um the canyons like you know it, it doesn't it's not on the same scale as like say the grand canyon in arizona but it's still mm-hmm. man when you go up some of these mountains um and drive some of these areas and you start just looking around and you think that you're closer to something than what you are but the the more you walk and you get to like the edge and you realize i'm looking down and like these little bushes are actually like full-grown like full-size trees you know it's like a thousand feet drop but it looks like it's like 50 or 100 feet because everything is like the the, the proportion and the, and the scale of things it's it's skewed from just the sheer massive size of where you are so like you're standing at the top of this canyon looking down, you're thinking you're looking at bushes, but they're like they're 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 actual like 30, 40 foot tall trees that look like little bushes. <laughs> it's it's surreal. You take one one wrong step and you're 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 toast. But yeah, yeah. The Colorado, I I had nothing but great things to say about the state. I've been there uh geez. One, two, three. Yeah, I've been there about no three or four times. I want to say, hold on, hold on. I want to say yeah, at least three or four. But uh, the first two of my brothers traveled there, sing, and um, it was three times. And um, I could get to go visit him. Now the first time was all about medical marijuana. I was like, ooh, yeah, cool, you know. Yeah. But then the next time, and then the time after was Red Rocks. Um, it was more about the actual state of Colorado. And the scenic beauty and the mountains and just really being able to appreciate it. One of my goals is um, whether it be spring, summer, I don't care what season, I want to rent out like a little cabin out there. And just spend like at least two weeks out there just by yeah, myself with one other person and just, you know, get out. I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Always been one of my uh, pipe dreams, I guess, or bucket list kind of thing. Um, I'd love to take my wife out there. She's never been farther west than I think, like, like Memphis, Tennessee. Like, she's not okay. gone any further west, um, than that. And so, like, there's there's so much out there. Like, you know, the the, the that particular area, the, the the Rockies. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 breathtaking. And I would love it. And you know the wintertime up there is like next level, you know, cause they get so much snow and they get it early on, you know? So like you get up into those mountains and it's like, just a no, a whole different, it's like another world. Oh yeah. And I would love to do that thing. Like you mentioned, you know, like get a, either an Airbnb or, you know, exactly, yeah, that's way to go. you know, for like a week or two and just, 
get all your supplies and get everything you need and just chill up in the mountains for for a bit kind of like you know like on a, on a on a smaller scale but like how we did with fire on the mountain this year you know mm-hmm. you know you get you bring what you need and you know hang out up there for for a period of time yeah go off the grid just kind of stay away from social yeah. media and just you know just kind of recommune with you know nature and just you know all yeah. that <laughs> yeah i think that's what i'm gonna work on you know next year um you know 2024 and i can't it's just blowing my mind it feels like we just got into 2023 man like well it's insane but there are things happened this year like a lot of great things but it just like yeah 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 um what is what are some highlights of 2023 that 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 you have to to reflect on oh geez um into next year off the top of my head, it was uh, one of my close friends. I uh, got to be part of his wedding. And then obviously my brother's wedding, marrying him and his wife. That was a, a true, true honor. And then good to see uh, Gojira my second time. That was uh, incredible. And then um, obviously the next part is very obvious. But um, seeing High Lung and hang out with him again on uh, November 1st. You know, this that was just absolutely incredible. Anytime I get to share company with these great people, it's just truly fucking amazing. And then I also got to meet some special people um, there as well. Some for the first time, some for the second or third time. And then the next day I got to spend some time with a really cool person and uh, had a blast. So we uh, went down to the Arch, which I hadn't been there since I was a kid, which that was a trip. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> wow. And just... Everything just seems so much smaller now, but uh, <laughs> right. And then, um, other than that, I'd say uh, Fire on the Mountain obviously has to be one of the crowning jewels of this year too. I mean, getting to see you again, and then meet Papa for the first time, and Ulf and Zeb, and you know Sid, and just absolutely incredible. Yeah. How about yeah. you? I mean, <clears throat> yeah, like uh, of course, you know, Fire on the Mountain ranks up there as a as a as a pinnacle point of the year you know something we look forward to at you know soon after it ends they're like looking forward to the next one kind of thing and um and then just you know having those people part of it this year like you and and ulf that was a big deal um having ulf in in our lives you know is 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 another highlight of the year because you know this um our, our this coming Yule right next month is his one year anniversary of being a full member of Clarity Folk. He was oathed in to the tribe last, you know, this this Yule, this 2023, um, because we were like, well, we can't we want, you know, we want you to kind of lead our ritual. And well, you can't do that unless you're fully part of the tribe and you've you've a lot of time you know worthing yourself and and us proving our worth to you and you know that whole thing so a a big highlight of 2023 was to make it official you know and have him you know oath into us and us to him and um you know that was that was a big step for for the tribe i think you know um Probably another big one for me was um, fulfilling an oath for, you know, uh, doing something with myself and, and Greg 
um, you remember Greg, you know, Greg Strong from Raven Moon Hearth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, 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 we tied our weir together um, at the beginning of the year in, at, at Yule, same Yule that Ulf was, was kind of sworn in to his position. But, you know, Greg and I took an oath that we, you know, would do certain things for the community, not just our respective tribes, but our overall community, you know, host get togethers, host gatherings, do classes, bring knowledge and education for free to people and, and, you know, welcome people to know who we are and what we are about here in this area of Tennessee. And um, it was met well, you know, and, and, you know, getting that kind of connection with people and, and establishing friendships, which have grown into, to, you know, bonds of kind of family sort, sort of things, you know, talked earlier, I think offline, uh, or maybe it was when you came on here, but about, you know, my, my, my fool, Patrick, the other Patrick Gak, you know, some of the things that have happened in, that are happening in his life, you know, changes, lifestyle changes, you know, um, none of that, I don't want to say none of it would have happened if it weren't for the work that was put into, you know, people getting together with, you know, public gatherings, uh, park moots, all of that. But I think that those, those actions were very influential in getting him to a point where he's at now and transitioning into the, to the life that he's about to be faced with, you know? The responsibilities that he's going to be faced with so i don't know like I, it, it's a very proud feeling you know what i mean like I, I look back on this year and i and i see some of the things that have happened with not just myself but with others who mean a lot to me you know and i go man none of this would have happened had we not taken that first step whenever it was you know what i mean um started that conversation planted that seed um nourished that thing that was growing at its very early stages had we abandoned it had we not had we given up you know it would have withered and died you know and it wouldn't have become something you know and and what it is becoming or what it has become is is like it's you can't help but take some pride in that you know what i mean probably like i think maybe for you with like the 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 highland group you know what i mean like the, well, the challenges the, um... the dips the the you know the ups oh, yeah. the downs you know what i mean but like you have things that you can look back and reflect on and go i'm proud of that you know i'm proud to that's, have been a part of that that thing that's something that um i'm very very happy and very honored to look back on that and still have it being an ongoing thing I mean, granted, like I told you and a few others, you know, it's not like we talk like me, you, me and me and you do, or a couple of my other friends, but you know, every now and again, I'll share a message or, you know, something like that and just have it reciprocated. And, you know, again, like when I was hanging out them this time around, I really had the uh, distinct feeling of being treated like a friend and not so much a fan, which is something I found that was very, you know, very special. Now, granted, some members I got along with, or not really got along with more, but just, you know, got more in depth with, you know, more, you know, one-on-one time. For example, like um, Mira and I, that, that was a, a really special part of that night. Just, we talked for like about 30 or 40 minutes. And then, um, you know, Alex uh, Cabot, he's a great guy too. You know, he was great, you know, getting to 
talk with him and share my drawings with them that I drew for them. That was a real, real pleasure too. And they really liked it and appreciated it and just, you know, and everything else that went with that experience too. But yeah, but also um, I was also thinking about me and you. And like we mentioned this a few times through our podcast, but just, you know, that one fateful day. Actually, I think it might have been around this time of year, it seems. Uh, you know, I stumbled across you and on YouTube. And, mm. you know, see, you know, I really hate what happened with you on YouTube. But in a lot of ways, I still appreciate YouTube a lot and how, you know, they made a lot of things possible as well, you know. And just, you know, oh, yeah. having our, our connection and building upon that and look where we are today. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, that was a seed that got planted. And, um, you know, the, the interesting thing about growth is, you know, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta do some really heavy weeding. Um, and, and kind of like, you know, to, uh, you know, cut it all, cut, cut it all down sometimes. Like sometimes you gotta go in there and just say, fuck it and start from scratch a bit. You know what I mean? Um, and that was kind of that was that was a that was a step that took place this year too for me. You know, there was some there were definitely things that, um, in reflection, I uh, I realized were necessary to happen for like the you know wiping it out, cleaning it out, um, resetting, doing a hard reset on a lot of things. You know, um. I'm going to do a quick ad real quick. It's only going to be like a 30-second thing. But for those of you listening and watching, we're going to be right back. We're going to hear a word um, from our good friends here, Patrick and I uh, know uh, Papa Olison, Fjallvatir Workshop, uh, a real quick message from them, and then we'll uh, we'll be back to pick it up here. So you guys stick around. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll be right back after these quick messages. Fjallvatir Workshop is dedicated to the old ways, offering a wide selection of animist ritual supplies, divination tools, altar goods, and home decor including premium reindeer hides imported from traditional herders in northern Finland. Whether you're just starting your spiritual journey or looking to expand your collection with a custom drum, we have everything you need. Visit our online store at fjallvatir.com and discover the beauty of mountain spirit. All right, folks. Definitely do check out Fialvatier Workshop. Links is going to be in the description and show notes. Um, uh, excellent work. I know Patrick, you've got oh yes a pieces. I've got a number of pieces. You know, they they sit back here a lot of times. You guys look and see, and and I talk about it all the time. But um, definitely uh, support heathen businesses. Support heathen uh, small businesses, especially. And yeah, yeah, it's all good stuff. But um. I think, you know, when, when we talk about, you know, reflecting, um, it's like we want to focus all the time uh, or, or maybe most of the time, especially this time of year. Right? We want to focus on the things that bring us levity, right? Happiness. What were the what were the shining moments? What were the what were the the, the things that you know made us happy? And um, I think, you know, one of the things that I've personally had to. Um, you know, battle with or, or, or struggle with this year is, is some, is some not so nice things, not so happy things. You know, my dad passed away in April and, um, you know, the, 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 the family dynamic, uh, such as it, such as it was my, my blood family, I mean, you know, kind of being torn apart in a way, you know, um, 
there's still points of it to 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 learn from i think and it's it's it, you know if if we don't uh if we don't allow things like that to be a part of our progression a part of our growth i think we're probably doing ourselves a a, a disservice or an injustice you know not learning from those tough times you know what i mean those those times where we felt like we had nowhere else to go we were we were beaten down and we were knocked down and it was where where, where can i possibly go from here you know i know exactly what you mean and um in my life you know my struggles are no secret you know i mean struggling with depression and just you know I think one of the most frustrating things about that for me is just, you know, having that sense of being burned out and having that zest for what you're passionate about, you know, just kind of be drained away a little bit. Why that's kind of why I partake of some of the substances that I do being, you know, alcohol and cannabis that kind of just, I don't know, in some ways it opens the door, but also uh, one of my goals this year is to, well, next year I should say is to be more organic about, ascertaining those kind of levels of connection on a very natural way like brother just going for a nice a nice little hike or uh maybe just like meditating in you know, one of my sacred places and something like that you know mm. which you you actually have um shared on 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 some of your posts uh that really cool place in in the pine trees where yep. you made that kind of like a almost like a tp or lean to sort of yeah, a little shelter. Yeah, yeah. How's that holding up? I was actually there uh, not that long ago at all. Um, I left there probably around 5.15 this evening, but uh, it's still standing. It was actually windy as all hell today, and uh, I was hesitant to going out there today, but I'm like, I've been spending all day inside. I need to get out. I can't, I can't do this. It was a little chilly, but I bundled up and I went down there and I'm um, very happy I did. And just kind of like just sat back in my little space and being in there guarded me from the wind a lot. So that made it a lot more easier just to sit, sit back and relax and just watch the scenery and listen to some great music. And just, it was yeah. fantastic. I'm really proud of myself, the way it was all put together. Um, funny thing happened the other day is I went down there just to, you know, hang out. And then I see a car parked there. I'm like, okay, well, there's someone walking around, obviously walking around, not seeing us all. Then I go to my shelter. I see three guys uh, in there participating of a certain substance. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys got the same idea too, huh? And then uh, one <laughs> of the guys like poked his head up and goes, hey, did you make this spot? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, it's just kind of all, gradually got out and we started talking for a few minutes and uh we're just kind of shooting the ship for a little bit and then um you know they just sung their praises and like hey can i tag you on instagram and blah 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 i'm like yeah sure go for it then they told me a story i'm not sure if i told you this but it was really cool oh. when i heard it is um uh, they said one of the times they were down there hanging out they uh saw a guy with an easel painting what i built really yeah Oh wow! Yeah, I when I heard that, I'm like, please tell me you're being serious because that just made my day. You know, like just the fact that somebody felt so inspired to paint something that I created. It's like, wow, that's a true honor and a true privilege, and just like, you know, make having the pride of saying that I made this all by myself too. It was really cool too. Yeah, you know, just 
it took uh, it's funny because one evening I went out there just hanging around and then something just sparked in me and it's actually listening to one of uh mirrors uh, of songs I'm like all right let's do it and then start gathering supplies and then uh, the day after that and the day after that I just start building and building and this there's an addiction I'm like I need to keep building and then finally I was like okay this looks adequate for now and I'm gonna leave it be for the time being but um yeah, I should have sent you a picture and just like posted on that video. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah, uh, I'm actually awesome. I'm actually doing something here real quick while you talk about it. No, so that's pretty neat oh, yeah, because sure. you had somebody, you know, and it's one thing to like take photos of it, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a totally other thing to like have it in, like mem memorialized through painting drawing a sketch um you know that sort of thing i want to see if anybody's watching here it is oh there she is that you you took this i, I just stole this from your from your profile um i guess this was like within the last week or so right yeah not that long ago at all yeah yeah Very you know so uh for those of you watching you know this is the thing that Obviously, some other guys had found in their travels, and they were enjoying it in their way, right? They weren't being disrespectful to the oh, space. No, yeah. um, and then they told you that they witnessed someone out there who wanted to paint this picture. Somewhere out there, dude, your work has been painted. You know what that's I mean? Just, yeah, it's like, tricky that's, as that's, all that's, that's, that's cool as hell, dude, like to think yeah. about that, like. I was walking the Greenway here uh, a few a few weeks ago, and I had my I, I I walked like out to the to some of the trails that go around the battlefield. Next time you come out, we'll have to go out that way. It's oh, a little absolutely. bit further. It's a little bit further down than the place that I took you. Um, uh, about a mile or two, maybe not even about a mile, maybe most. But anywho, I was walking back and I had like my poncho and stuff on and I didn't I didn't look like your typical, you know, hiker or whatever, you know. But anyway, there was this uh, lady and, and another guy that were out there and they were just like taking random photos. They had a, a, a picture. Uh, they had a picture taker. They had a camera. It's called a camera, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> <had> a camera. <laughs> like a professional camera, you know what I mean? That they were taking pictures for. And she's like, I'm an amateur photographer. She stopped me. She's like, I'm sorry, but. You got this look. She's like, do you mind if I take your picture? And I was like, nah, yeah, that's fine. And so told her who, you know, what my page was and she sent it to me and I'm, that was pretty cool. But yeah, you know, like when you, you never know just what, you know, the thing that we do, the things that we do for ourselves, you never know just how they might touch someone, you know, they, 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 they see something and it sparks something for them, you know, and maybe that's all it was for those guys. Like maybe it was just a cool spot for them to kind of privately do what they wanted to do without being hassled about it. Um, but you never know what it could have left in their hearts and in their minds um, on a, on a, on a more long-term sort of deal. You know what I mean? And I think that's an important, uh, I think, it, I think it's an, I think it's an important thing to, to remember too, you know, the, the kind of uh, responsibilities that, we have at times to, you know, the influence that we can have on people, you know what I mean? Good and bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can leave bad influence, bad impressions, or, or or be a bad influence. But man, for those times, like I, I'm so proud of you, man, for for having gone through that work and done that work, and then have the opportunity for others to enjoy it and want to capture it, want to immortalize it in a way, you know, through a painting. That's so cool, man. I wonder I'm really hoping gonna... one day. Yeah, I was going to say one day I want to see maybe, you know, the Norse will deem it worthy for me to come across it someday. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure where maybe on Facebook or honestly, I think Instagram might be the best way to go for that one just because maybe who knows. But yeah, you never know, right? I mean, where your stuff might end, like where it could have ended up. Like who, who was that even, right? Why did they... <laughs> Like, is it hanging in their garage or did it like get sold? Like, who knows, man? Like, that's cool. Watch that's it be really worth cool. like two million dollars, like, like fifty years <laughs> an hour, some shit. Right? <laughs> oh my like, god! Like, yeah, that. Can, can I buy this? But I, I you know, funny story. I, I kind of created this. <laughs> right? I'm gonna, you know, uh, need need royalties now. Intellectual yeah. property. <laughs> yeah, I need a yeah, I need a cup from whatever you're making right now. I got proof too. I got my phone, and you know, here's yeah. me step by step making it. And I'm kind of glad I did that too. It was fun just to watch or look at my pictures when I start off, just like you know, three. Like you have the tree here, and then what I did is I took two long, like logs or branches, and set them right there, and just kind of, kind of built from side to side, and then packing insulation and building again and that's the long story short version of what i did but yeah yeah well you did some great things this year man um well so have you, you man seriously oh thank you thank you and that and that's always a cool thing too like you know to just reflect back and then it kind of gives you inspiration on what do i do now going forward right because it's not you know it's not you just uh, you know, do this one thing and then walk away from it. No. It's, it's like, you, you know, you, you're constantly tending to it. And it's, it's, it's always, I think I posted something not too long ago where, um, you know, goodness is not a, it's, it's not a destination that you reach. It's a process that we go through talking about goodness, right? Things that are good, right? So it's, it's not that you, you reach the destination and then that's it. It's, it's, it's always, happening you know and sure you're going to reach those points in those times where it's uh you know doesn't feel so good or you know like a dry spell yeah yeah like you know you talk about like uh um i forget the word you use but like that the oh, um, burnout burnout yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing too that's also very important to note anyone who might be watching relating to this is like that goes with any like relationship or friendship or any kind of like established connection you've made it, mm -hmm. there's going to be days where that connection just isn't there but yeah in my opinion i think that's a challenge well accepted it's like okay well fine if you can get through those days of like the burnout phase or get through the days of just there's just no rapport you know like there's times like multiple times me and you were talking on messenger and i'm like man there's just nights i'm just not feeling anything at all and then there's nights that you completely don't expect anything at all to happen and it just bam happens right then and there you know completely unscripted you know the way it should happen rather than being something you you know 
split hairs and just kind of like, you know, make it the best way possible. It just needs to play out the need the way it needs to play out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I, you know, <clears throat> I think that when we do feel, uh, that, that, that feeling of, of burnout, I think, I think it's ourselves trying to tell us what we actually need. You know what I mean? Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think that we're burnt out from the experience. I think we just need to shift our focus because mm -hmm. when we put, when we're putting all of our effort or putting all of our energy into connections and doing for, you know, doing things that we want, you know, to, 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 to be as like a lead by deed, you know, sort of thing. It's not that, it's not that we ever turn it off. Um, it's just that at, at, I think at some point, points in in our existence and in our experiences as as beings as what we are that we reach certain points that in order for our health to be kept well you know we need it that 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 focus needs to be shifted right we're not turning it off completely we just like hey we, we need to turn our gaze elsewhere um i'm putting too much into this thing right now and it's in its you know taking maybe too much out of me. I need to, I need to refocus. I need to, I need to shift my focus into, into other areas, whatever that might be, whether it's ourselves or whatever, right. Whatever the, whatever the circumstances might be, I think, you know, I think we are, um, I think we're, I think we're really in tune with ourselves more than we give ourselves credit for. Right. If you're feeling burnt out about doing something, um and it's probably because you're just putting you know putting more into it than what needs to be put into it at the time and now you need to shift focus into into other things and that's the beauty of it you know we're not you know we're not uh we're not stationary creatures you know what i mean it, you know we're, we're we're not trees in that aspect you know we can mm -hmm. move if we don't like something you know I saw something not too long ago. It's like, if you don't like where you are, then fucking move. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't like where you're at at a, at a particular stage of things, like then move. You're not a tree. You don't have to sit here and take it. Mm -hmm. Get up and move. Like, and and I think part of the experiences that we feel with burnout is is ourselves telling ourselves that like I got to get away from this particular thing. And I think it's also important to to realize that if we get to that point, then maybe that's a lesson for ourselves to t put more attention to the process mm -hmm. and not allow ourselves to get to that point of burnout. I mean, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be burnt out from doing podcasts at any given point in time. I mean, I felt it a number of times this year. And I've been like, sorry, guys, I need a week. You know, I need to take a week. And then in advance of that, I thought, well, let me plan when I'm going to tie this season off and then let people know, like, I'm, I'm not going to be doing the podcast for, you know, the next week or two or however long it's going to be. I'm taking this time off. And realize that that is a necessary part of all of this. We can't be on 100% of the time with what we're doing, right? We've got to... We've got to be sensitive to our our feelings of things and know that um, if we feel burnt out, then it's probably because we've exhausted all we can with that. 
particular thing and we need to shift our focus. I don't know what you think about it, but oh, yeah, kind of I mean, talking through it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Relationships too. I mean, I love my wife. She loves me. Um, you know, been together for eight years. Um, and there's plenty of times where it's just like I need a break from you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I love the hell out of you, but I just I, I gotta get away from you for this duration for this moment for this time whatever like i need a i need my space and that's fair that's a fair thing to expect of people you know mm -hmm. it, you know i wouldn't want somebody up my butt 24 7 you probably don't either i mean the, the the idea the notion of that probably sounds better than what the reality of it is to a lot of people but i'm telling you you know like the novelty will wear off really quick if you have somebody just up your butt 24 <laughs> 7. You know, that's a good point. You're going to get burnt out. They're going to get burnt gonna, out. Yeah, it's going to carry it away sometimes, but. Yeah, it is. You know, and, and it's such a weird place to be in, you know, to, to, to crave something, to want something, to work hard for something that you crave. And then when you get it, you're like, why do I hate this thing now all of a sudden? Why am I, why, why, why is this the last thing that I even want? having you know busted my butt to get it it's weird man it's it's strange how that can go you know working hard for something and then almost abhorring the idea of it once you get there mm -hmm. weird you know that's how it was in my job too i mean good god <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, like, you, you know, you want, you think, you know, generally speaking that, you know, you work hard for something because, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. We have this, I guess, preconceived idea or notion that, you know, you work hard, you get a raise, you get a promotion, you get a better life or at least the means to provide for a better life, you know, and all these types exactly. of things. this, this very, you know, Western uh, concept of, of society and, and all these types of things. And then when you get there, it's like, well, where is it? You know, well, you've had it, you, you, you got it. And, and now the work comes in to, to, to keep it and to maintain it. It's, it's, it doesn't get easier. The more that you, know, when you strive for greatness, you know, like it, it doesn't get easier now that you've got there. If anything, it becomes even more of a task to, to maintain and keep it, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people re, uh, reach with burnout is that they 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 like the idea or the notion of achieving something. They just they don't they don't fully grasp the responsibility of what that thing is once they get it, yeah. or when they get a taste of it. the The real work comes in when when you you get to that point. You, know, you can't just you can't just sit back and coast. No, no. Any, it's because it, it, it now at that point it's 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 much more uh you know liable to 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 blow away like you got to hold on even harder you got to work even harder now at that point to keep it but it's a tactical sort of thing you know what i mean it's 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 not you know nose to the grindstone 24 7 i mean you got to take care of ourselves it's and i think that's i think that's where i want to be you know going into to to the new year um preparing for season five for the podcast 
you know, I've got a lot of responses from a lot of different people that want to come on to the show next year, next season as yeah. guests, you know what I mean? And that's a, that's a lot to, to maintain. And I'm excited for it because there's, there's, you know, people that are eager and wanting to, to hear, you know, to, to have their voices heard and, 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 and talk about things. And I'm really, really excited for that, but it's, uh, it's going to be an even, it's going to be a much different thing uh than this past season you know so uh, i'm looking forward to it i hope everybody oh, that's listening and watching is, is looking forward to it as well but and i'm looking forward to friday man i don't know about you i'm looking forward to I'm that i'm very live. stoked i can't wait to hear and see what people are asking and, and 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 us to get together sort of in again that virtual space you know sit around that virtual fire as it were I might like make my own metaphor. I'm actually going to make my own fire that evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't do it here. I mean, I can't, I could have like the candles, but um, mm. I think, I think my wife would get mad if I'd lit a fire in my office. Yeah. I would, mine would go too well. Get a little smoky, <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd get a little smoky. My race and attention here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, smoke billowing out from the doors is generally not a good sign. <laughs> it's just part of the podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Right. But um, but anywho, man. Um, anything else you wanted to to add to this? Anything else on your mind that you want to weigh in on before we uh, wrap this up? I think I'm all set. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming on here and talking with me about stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to the year to come, and I'm looking no, forward to having you back on here too. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do we're gonna do some more podcasts this year, and then uh, another stuff as well, I'm sure. But um, for everybody that's watching here on the Patreon platform, as I mentioned earlier, thank you um, for being a supporter in this way, you know, and pledging your support uh, for 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 the dollar a month that it takes to just catch these videos. It means a lot to me, and it helps uh, with the production efforts that go into to what i do here um so thank you so very much and to all of my uh scald tier patrons and above the the day that you're listening and watching to this uh, right now it's it's a thursday so it's the third thursday of every month we have a one-on-one -on -one video virtual thing uh that we're going to be doing um so look forward to seeing all of my scald tier patrons and above uh, that are going to be doing that to my chieftain tier and above patrons your monthly rune draws will be coming out at the end of this month and then we will be starting the new cadence um, of your monthly rune draws in january you'll be getting your rune draws from me emailed to you at the beginning of each month instead of at the end of each month so lots of changes lots of new things coming uh, here in season five and in the, the, the you know the coming 2024 calendar year um, so for those of you that are listening you know check the description or check the show notes i should say for the link tree link for all of the stuff that you need to to, to follow me on the socials the you know the merchandise all of that fun stuff um and i guess the last thing i just want to personally say is to my listeners and viewers um to whatever degree that you observe your Yuletide celebrations, whether you're starting it now around the solstice or whether you're waiting until uh, next month to, to do it on the more 
historically accurate heathen uh, pre-christian heathen observances of it uh to whatever degree and however you choose to observe i hope that your yule and your yuletide season is full of frith merriment uh and blessings i hope that you get a chance to spend meaningful time with your friends your tribes your families um and that all the blessings and prosperity of, of this midwinter celebration come to you and yours um so anything else you, that you want to add to that my brother patrick same thing you know all who are celebrating yule or any solstice i wish you the very best in uh ending this year but even more promising and fortuitous next year i look forward to you know being on the podcast again and um showing my support to all you guys absolutely and and yeah speaking of support you know guys um check the description down below and the show notes uh if you're listening you know because patrick has his uh high lung mental spiritual health uh support group on facebook the link for that will be uh included down there so become a member um it's a safe space for you um and and for for folks just wanting to to connect in that sort of way um he does a great job at administrating and moderating that group and i'm happy to be there as well so do be sure to check his group out and support him in that venture all right folks so um this is the end of season four the finale thank you patrick for joining me today to to wrap up season four thank you to all of my listeners and viewers for making season four an amazing year and until we see each other again in season five may the gods continue to notice you May your ancestors smile upon you. Good duel to all. See you soon. <laughs>